Welcome to another episode of Nerds and Around. It's me and your host, Sebastian. It's your boy, Law. And your boy, Tone, from across the hall. And we talk everything nerdy, geeky, pop culture, and comics. Let's go. And with us today, we have... Nazar from Geek Addis Nick Harper. Yes! Welcome to the show, Naja. <laughs> Thank you. What's going on, Naja? We are here to talk to you about everything that you're doing, the cosplay scene that you're building out in Staten Island, sure. and Facts. all the projects that you are working on. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself. Okay. So, again, my name's Naja. Hello, peoples. Um, I am 24. I am currently a very stressed out grad student. Um, <laughs> I run um, a convention called Giga at Snug Harbor. It's our second year. It's going to go on July 11, 2020. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So we're going to have local artists. We're going to have video games, panels, workshops on how to make your own armor and own cosplay. So people can actually wear stuff to the cosplay contest later on. Um, we're also trying to get a human hamster ball. So if you ever wonder what it was like to be a hamster inside of those clear balls. Yo, when is this? Oh, uh, that's, July. that's bucket list for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's July 11th, so it's on a Saturday. It's from 11 to 8:30. Do uh, so if we go into the human hamster balls. Can we run into each other, or we have to race? Is there like so, you know, stipulations? There aren't really stipulations. You kind of just live your little human hamster life, I okay. guess. Okay. okay. You know, I'm like with, there will I'm be people it. there, so that way you aren't like running over small children, ah. um, <laughs> and or. People that come that cannot fully see in their cosplay. Cause I, I feel like in all my like day camp wild experience as a kid, I'm surprised I've never done the human hamster. Ball. I'm surprised. Like, it's fun. Yeah, I've never That's done it. Goals, man. It's, it sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it's fun. And we're trying to see if we get one of those like gyroscopes that you like sit in and it spins you around. Oh. Oh, big thing. Yeah. Yo, this sounds like a carnival. Yeah, <laughs> so because like, yeah, so, we have an outdoor space and an indoor space, so we're trying to utilize it as much as possible. Dope, so, dope. Yeah, so we're going to have a lot of activities. We're going to have like stuff for the kids, so like scavenger hunts. We're going to have like a painting class, so people will be learning how to paint and stuff like that, so that's going to be dope. So we'll have two sessions of that. Um, I'm trying to get guest speakers working on that. <laughs> that's <Nice>. hard. <laughs> is it out in uh, at Brooklyn, Staten Island? Staten Island. Okay, cool. So it's in Staten Island, New York. If you need help like with stuff, we've done NBA Con for many years now. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> we'll coordinate on that end. No problem. I appreciate any support that I can get. And I will try my best to compensate people as much as I am able to. Because I, I want to show my appreciation. <laughs> I don't want to just be like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a community. We're trying to build a community. Yeah. Trying to build everybody up. Yeah, you know, we're all in it together. That, that's actually the purpose of why I made the convention. Because like, I was born and raised in Staten Island. Didn't know much about the art scene because I'm an artist too. Didn't know much about like the poetry or writer scene until I got older. It was like, I'm going to investigate. I need to know what's going down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like... It's also you because you're in Staten Island, like you're not in LES, you're not in like certain places mm-hmm. where that's just everywhere. You can like turn left yeah. or right and you're there. It's a it's a totally different thing for sure, especially now that like I'm like a little bit older and I've been working in different boroughs and going to different places and meeting different people through conventions. I was like, dang, we're so weird. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean like what's if there is a scene in Staten Island, what is the scene? So what I know of the scene, because I am still a little newbie in the scene <laughs> in my own <laughs> island, um, it's kind of like if you know someone, you'll know kind of thing. Or okay. you have to go out of your way to be like, oh, let's look at Staten Island Arts. There's another company called Hub 17. There's another one called Search Party Studio. And they're okay. all around the same vicinity. They're not even like in separate sections. They're just kind of in the same, what, 
epicenter. (laughs) So it's like, okay, once you hit one place, you'll hit all of them. So it's not a large scene, but it is a scene that's there. So you have, of course, like the snooty, like pompous, like, ha my (laughs) art is so good. And you're nothing. Look at my traditional artwork, you know? And then you have the people that's like, F all that. I'm doing whatever I want. I'm adding neon lights and all this other paint onto it. So it is like a combination of like what you feel comfortable with within the scene and just kind of diving into it as opposed to like being invited. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and does that scene, do you feel, does mm-hmm. that scene stay in um, Staten Island? Is it very local? It does stay in Staten Island, but also too, like it goes out of Staten Island. Cause I know plenty of artists that do stuff in Brooklyn and Manhattan. Sometimes they go to Jersey. Mm-hmm. So like, because of however they personally feel about the scene in Staten Island, they're like, nah, I'm going to go where it's, I guess, more established because depending on what their goals and ambitions are to do with their artwork. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get a lot of like outside creators and creatives coming your way? I have seen outside creators, but not a lot of them because a lot of times, especially because we're in the Bronx right now, <laughs> um, coming to Staten Island is far for a lot of people it's a trek especially since our form of public transportation is mostly buses on the island we have one train on there which everyone's like gasp you have the one train i was like yes and it's not the one train (laughs) 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 you know so it does make it easier if you do drive to get on the island but it's not like you can't go anywhere on public transportation because we have about like 20 buses okay yeah it's a lot of buses yeah one island yeah with one train (laughs) And one ferry. Yeah. yeah. And the train's actually free for most stops. You only have to pay at the the St. George South Ferry, um, a couple other stops, and then now that it's free, you just hop on, hop off. That's the least they could do. Yeah, Yeah. facts. (laughs) (laughs) It just slides on one side. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I see you've you've got a bunch of people together to put this show together. This yep. is going to be your second year. Mm-hmm. So what was your origins with how this show started, like from the very beginning? Okay. So I really just wanted to put something together that just had a combination of all the things I really enjoyed and loved. Because I couldn't really go to conventions because I'm like, no, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> this is my money. So <laughs> obviously I had to improvise going to like anime clubs in high school and just being like, okay, how does one make this? And so I started doing a little bit of researching. I started talking to a couple people that have gone to conventions because I didn't know any convention creators. Because uh, to me, they were like all the way above there and I wasn't going to get there. Well, you know, great, I did. But at the time, I was like, oh, that's too far. Let's just see if I can start off with like an art show. So I did like kind of like an artist alley show where people would just pay like five dollars to like come in and be able to look at different artists' work. And people, whatever the artist paid for their table is just the table and that's it. They don't have to pay for anything else. So it's like twenty five dollars for them to pay for a table. They're there for like four or five hours and whatever they make, they keep. That doesn't go to me because that wasn't the purpose. The purpose right. wasn't to make money. Like, yes, I want to make back the space money. But other than that, it wasn't to be like, oh, yeah, like I want profit. I want to exploit people, which I've seen happen many times to my artist friends. It was really so that way the island can kind of come together because we are very separated and segregated um, in a lot of different ways. So I really wanted to be like, oh, hey, look, there's these amazing people right here. Like, not to say you you shouldn't go to other barrels, but I'm saying you don't have to. Like, you have local artists right here. You have someone that you can commission, like, you know like 10 minutes away or something like that so that's kind of the idea that i started with i was like okay how do i make this bigger how do i invite more local artists and not even just local artists just people trying to come up because i met plenty of artists from between like bronx brooklyn manhattan a couple from jersey where 
it's their first time doing a convention. It's their first time being in this type of space. And they're very afraid to go to like your bigger conventions because like you spend, you know, three to six, sometimes $800 on a table space and you may not make that money back because right. it costs money to make your prints. It costs money to pay for the table for travel. If you have to stay at a hotel, yep. it's all very expensive. And I took that all into consideration when I was doing my pricing and just trying to get everything together. So it is cost effective for even, you know, quote unquote, average artist. Mm-hmm. Like even now with the convention, it's not to make money for me. It really is so that way people have maximum access to the amazing people mm-hmm. in the community within you know the five boroughs within you know tri-state area, and kind of be like these are the people that I want to rock with. Right. I can yeah. I can be like, hey, can you send me that stuff and not pay like a whole bunch of money for shipping because you're right there, you know. So that's really just the main thing. It's just to have a space on Staten Island because there isn't a convention on Staten Island. Like there's like stuff in high schools, right? But there isn't like a like a you know big Apple Con. There isn't you know Brooklyn Comic Con. There right. isn't a Pal Con. Like there aren't those types of conventions at Staten Island. Like this is the convention at Staten Island. What was your first con then? So my first con actually was Liberty City Anime Convention. Okay. Um, that was back in 2018 because I had to wait and save money and wait till I finished <laughs> my undergrad degree before I had fun. <laughs> so Responsible. It was my, yeah. I try. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> so hard. But yeah, that was my first one. And it was really interesting because I had a whole con- concept of what it was based on what people told me, what I watched on like YouTube. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting so excited and I'm seeing everybody in cosplay and just seeing the passion that people have making their costumes, making their art, being in this space together. And I was like, oh, oh can I make this on the island, please? So, yeah. <laughs> was it a good first experience for a con? It was a good first experience for a convention. And I also recommend it to other people for like a starter convention because mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend Anime USC because that's very overwhelming. Especially like now. I think the third yes, year now, now yeah, has reached gotten Yeah, I went, I went last year. It was a lot. And I already went once. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I, remember, I remember its first year. It was like, it was nice and chill. And then it just started blowing up. I think what was it? What happened was that second year mm-hmm. uh, when New York City Comic Con was doing their anime convention mm-hmm. again, same weekend as New York City Comic Con, that created that whole funnel of mix-up yeah. so more people just like no i'm gonna go to this one mm-hmm. it helped them grow though no, they, i think they've doubled and they're just gonna keep doubling yeah. up their numbers yeah mm-hmm. they've got they've got a good formula going on there mm-hmm. yeah even when we went this year it was just you know you guys were telling me um about how it was just different the way they did the artist alley and how they yeah, yeah. they kind of they different. integrated everything together so yeah. it just made that experience for you know us people who are seasoned and going to this but just kind of everyone was in it together yeah you know and so seeing that seeing that through for the you know years to come will be pretty dope that's definitely way bigger than I expected. It was yeah, like wow, because I was comparing it to like Liberty City, which was like in a hotel, so right. it was much smaller. To like the Jacob Javits Center, and that was my first time going to the Jacob Javits Center, so I was like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> this is so big." It, it is a lot. Yeah. My, you know? my buddy wanted to go to NYCC a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dude, you have to go to a small con first. And he was like, nah, I'm going to go. On, I'm going on Saturday. I was oh, like, no. Oh, 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 my sweet baby, oh, my sweet baby boy. Don't do it. Don't do it. And he wasn't able to, like, hit one of the smaller shows. I even, like, gave him a free ticket for Con. I was like, dude, just come here. Mm-hmm. You'll, like, 
get acclimated. It it won't be like diving into the deep end. Like, trust me. Yeah. He shows up on Saturday, NYCC. I'm working the table. He comes by, and he's just like, I just got in. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, <laughs> I oh, told man. You. He's like, I got stuff to do. I have, like, a list, but I'm going to have fun. I'm like, all right. <laughs> do your thing. Four hours later, he comes back. He's like, I'm done for the day. Like, <gasps> he's like, I can't. He's like, I just don't. He's like, I did what I wanted to do. But I don't even have the, the energy to do anything else because mm-hmm. I'm so like overwhelmed by everything. Mm-hmm. I just need, he was like, I need a nap. I need food and sleep. <laughs> I was like, oh, my poor baby boy. Like, we all shared like our NYC and like first like con stories. So that experience of doing like a show that feels really like personal, like, mm-hmm. like you can connect with people easier is world of a difference comparing to just throwing yourself off the deep end because mm-hmm. not a lot of people are ready for that. Like, mm-hmm. you have a, some concept of like what a con is and what like you experience mm-hmm. at a con and then you go and you're like hmm. yeah no i was yeah. wrong yeah. no matter what it's just you go to the first time and it's just like okay it's, this is exactly it's what it completely is. different because like especially if you're cosplaying right it's completely did different. you cosplay your first i show? cosplayed my first convention um i you. cosplay now <laughs> what was your first I, cosplay um so my cosplay actually was from a historical anime called uh, oda nobunaga so basically, it's like a gender bend of like the like Oda Nobunaga, okay. like like the traditional story for him. And so like I cosplayed as one of like the warriors princesses, which I thought was really cool because my grandma's a seamstress, so I had her like help me make like the top, Very and dope. Then I had nice. a skirt from a traditional Korean dress that I had bought when I was in Korea, so I used that as like the skirt part. I just didn't have time to make, you know the armor so like guns (laughs) blazer on the first con and then the second day i literally was too tired because i was a lot on my first day on friday so i literally had a pin that said i'm cosplaying as a background character (laughs) yo (laughs) and it's like oh what are you cosplaying those are my favorite cosplays (laughs) i've seen dudes who've been like i'm mystique and I'm just like, oh, that's a, they'll just have a sign. And be like, I'm Mystique. And like, you can't argue with them because it's perfect. Oh, man. Those are my favorite. Those are mint. That's funny. Mint cosplays. Mint. <laughs> so you, you did those cosplays. What was the bug? Like, did you know, like, going into it, like, all right, I want to try out cosplay and, like, see how it works? Or did you have the bug already where you're like, yo, I'm going to do it and I'm going to, so- like, fully commit? So, like, technically, that wasn't my first, first cosplay because I cosplayed-ish um, in high school because I was in charge of the anime club my senior year. Okay. So, I cosplayed as TK from Digimon. Nice. Okay. So, we did a dance as part of, like, it's called the International Festival. So, each club from different types of cultures and genres, like, come. They do, like, different dances. And so, we were doing, like, a 90s theme. So, we had Sailor Moon. We had Dragon Ball Z. We had, you know, Digimon. And I was TK. And I was super excited. Um because my grandma made me the outfit. And I was like, yes, TK grandma. dope. Um, I just bought the pants, but she made, like, the vest and the hat with a little, like, blue part in oh, the center. Oh, you made young TK. Yeah, cool. I was little TK. That's pretty cool. I wasn't, I wasn't teenage TK yet. <laughs> um, but I do want to be teenage TK one day. <laughs> but, yeah, dope. so that was, like, my first one. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. And I kind of get to embody a character that I really enjoyed and really appreciated. So I was like, man, I want to do this again. But I have, like, where am I going? So, (laughs) like, where am I doing this again? Right, right. So, you know, it wasn't until I went to another convention 
like five, six years later, um, where I was able to do that. And I was like, this is great. And just love seeing how creative people can be, how they combine characters together, mm-hmm. how they put their rendition of how a character looks and you still embody, you know, the main parts of a character. And I was like, oh man, inspirational. So tell me, um, if you had the mm-hmm. opportunity, what characters would you mash up? Oh man. He beat me to the punch. <laughs> Dang it, that's hard. Have you ever done like a mashup character? So on New Year's Eve, I did um, a fashion show for ending child trafficking, but they allowed they had cosplay models. Okay. So I cosplayed as um, I don't know if you're familiar with the anime Cells at Work. Yes. Yeah. So I cosplayed as a macrophage, you know, with the pig poofy dress, and she has like the sword, and she kills okay, all the okay, cells. Okay. Yeah. So I I've, cosplayed. I've only seen other cosplayers cosplay it. Mm-hmm. I've never watched the anime, but I've seen it's enough so good. of like it's like a science class for anime. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah, so I cosplayed as her, but, like, I kind of added, like, more of, like, a gothic look to it, because she has a very, like, angelic, you know, House on the Prairie kind of look, so I added, (laughs) like, you know, a black poofy skirt, I added, um, like, a headband with, like, black flowers and gold chains, and I had, um, a steampunk glasses with, like, gears and chains hanging from it to kind of add a different touch to it, so that's the closest I've gotten, but never, like, whole characters. That's dope, though. I'm trying. Nice little, nice little <laughs> take on it. Thanks. How, how big is that cosplay wish list? Because every oh, yeah, he, he's the, he's the cosplayer here. I mean, there's a lot. So, <laughs> okay, how about this? What's the dream build? Mm, okay, because I want to get better actually making props. Because right now I only know how to make like a long sword, and that's it. Okay. Um, do you work using with, with, are you using yeah, foam? Yeah, I use. Well, actually, I use those little puzzle piece foam mats to make my first sword. Oh yeah, I yeah. had the, them in the basement, the and I was foam. broke. That's, <laughs> yo, that's legit. That's <laughs> yo, save money and do it. Yeah, those make. Looking at me, she's crazy. She's like, Listen. "What are you doing to my mats? Don't worry about it. It's like carry it out." <laughs> you know how many of us start off like like I still have mats in my house that I'm like. Yeah, when I do the armor for that, yeah, you guys are going to come in handy. I did uh, a Sith Beyond uh, mashup. So one of our artists from the studio, Yun, um, years ago, like literally when I first got to the studio, Mm -hmm. he drew up a character of like um, Darth Maul meets like Batman Beyond Mm. with uh, old man Bruce Wayne as like the emperor kind of thing. And he just drew that picture and left it. And I was like, safe? (laughs) I don't know when, but I'm doing this. Like, this Mm -hmm. is going to happen. And then maybe like 2016, 2016, 2017, um, my buddy Allison, who does a really dope Batgirl, um, she's in multiple versions. um, She goes, yo, we're doing a DC Star Wars mashup group. You down? I was like, bet, say less. (laughs) So, um... I was like, I'll do you one better. I already have like what I'm going to do in mind. She was like, I was like, yo, I've been planning for this day for now. <laughs> so I asked Yun, and I was like, yo, Yun, like I'm gonna need you to like clean up that sketch and like give me like a full body workaround kind of thing. And he was like, wait, why? Like you're not you're, you're not serious. I'm like, bro, like let's go. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, you're crazy. I was like, let's just both be crazy in this. <laughs> what was your first anime? What got you into anime? So many. Yeah. All at once. Um, <laughs> you're you're like a '90s anime kid. Mm-hmm. Okay, like tsunami and whatnot. Yep, tsunami for it. kids I, TV. Anyone bring oh. it up to you, or you kind of just discovered it on your own? Um, so I guess it was because of my older brother, because my brother's seven years older than me, so he started watching okay. it. And as every younger sibling wants to do everything their older sibling does, and I was like, "What are you watching?" 
are you watching? <laughs> 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 I like little me peeking over, so like, what's that? <laughs> and I'm actually the one that kind of kept it going with watching anime. Like he watches it too, but kind of like more of like mainstream stuff. Okay. Like I'll delve in and watch like you know psychological, historical, okay. non main as mainstream animes right. or as popular animes, and I'll tell him something. Not the, like not the typical shonen stuff. Not yeah, like I do pretty much everything as long as it's interesting i'll watch it right um but the one i think that just really like hooked me in for sure was probably yu yu Hakusho. gang gang because like it was so good about how many conventions have you like gone to now like what's the um if i go to the same one twice does that count or absolutely no? okay yeah. cool so one two eight i so want to say how many did you go to before you start your own your own con I actually went to four beforehand, and then that's it. But even still, to go from like, all right, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. To do my own. To do my own. <laughs> that's, that's a huge leap. Yeah. Bigs. So, <laughs> I try. How, how was that, like, inception, like, the, the brain baby um, of that? Because I had thought about the concept probably over, like, the last five years. I was, okay. But I hadn't had time to implement it because of school. I'm always overdoing everything. So Do you maybe, have, like, a team with you? So the, it... Yeah, I have a team with me. Okay. Most of them are local. There's actually one person who's from the Bronx who's helping me out with yeah. it. Yeah. If you want to give him a shout-out, go right ahead. Go, Cheyenne. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love her. She's the best. Because <laughs> <laughs> she'll travel to Staten Island to have meetings. And I'm like, bless your soul. <laughs> I love you. I'll drive you back. <laughs> <laughs> That's commitment. Yeah. So um, it was really interesting because it's actually underneath um, another organization. So it's underneath an organization called Muslim Sisters of Staten Island, which is a nonprofit that my mom actually runs. Oh, wow. So um, so basically the nonprofit is just to help with underserved women and children involving creativity, social opportunities, and equality and diversity within the Staten Island and beyond. Uh, the community so i'm in charge i'm actually their arts and culture director so (laughs) i do all of (laughs) that (laughs) so i'm I'm slowly (laughs) (laughs) good stuff um yeah so i'm in charge of putting it all together all of their art programs so all of the expos any type of painting sessions i do them myself or i hire someone else to 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 paint to do the painting or sketching classes um, I'm trying to, I also help out with our summer camp. So I put together all the art classes for the summer camp. Um, it's I like also, you're groomed to, yeah. to do your oh, own con. Yes. Yes. Like being involved with uh, what you're doing with your mom. And it's just like an easy transition. Yeah. It makes sense to make yeah. that transition. I mean, like I would say for sure, like the experiences that I'm thankful to have opportunity to have has helped me be confident enough to be like, you know what? I'm going to do my own convention, which sounds really wild. When I tell someone, they're like, huh? <laughs> You're doing what? So, so, yeah. Like, when you first told that first person on your team, like, I need you to be on my team and we're going to do this, like, what was that conversation like? So, actually, that conversation wasn't had until this one. I actually did the last one by myself um, with, a, with the help of my mom. Shout out, mom. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, Slight so, flex. I put together the name. I put together the, where I wanted to have it at. I'm the one that signs the contracts. Um, Yo, so and I was like, it. I went out to get sponsors. I was working with another entity that I had brought on that didn't have uh, their official name or mm. anything or like tax ID together. Right. But things kind of like fell off because of certain creative differences. There's little like backstabby things that happened. Happens, so I was happens. like, goodbye. <laughs> um, so. 
other than that, like I was doing it by myself and it was a little bit of a struggle in all honesty because I had a dislocated shoulder last March. So I was trying to put together stuff for the convention because it was also la- it was also in July of last year and my shoulder was just like out of commission. And it was this one and I'm a righty. So it was just like a hot mess. <laughs> Are you like a whole superhero? Like <laughs> I feel so underaccomplished right no, now. No, 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 don't, don't, don't even. Don't. You're good. No, but it's like you're you're you're, you're saying all the stuff that you've done with mm-hmm. doing the show. You you meet a lot of people, and that's like um again you've overcome those adversities and everything. You mm-hmm. didn't give an excuse. You went. You did the show, and there are a lot of people who probably would give an excuse of them not doing the show and all that. Which is like again, that's a big accomplishment right there. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, it makes me feel a little bit better of myself. You should. <laughs> so I'm like, really hard on myself. Pump that chest up and like be proud. Like you did really <laughs> yeah, to the old mic. There we go. So what was that? So what was that like? So uh, so you put all that work together and mm-hmm. you have your first you have your first con and you're waiting before the doors open. The doors that, open. That calm before and the like storm. people start coming in and start interacting and you've just uh, got this whole experience that you built from the ground up. Man, that initial just not even just seeing people come into a tent, just seeing the vendors come in and all the vendors I wind up knowing firsthand. Okay. So most of them I didn't actually know until I met them in person because I do like to know the people that are coming if I can meet them. Right. Like so if there are other conventions I like to go and support them even if they don't come to mine again it doesn't matter to me. Right. You know like you do what you got to do to make yourself grow and that's the purpose of us existing as conventions is to help you guys it's at least my concept my idea of it so it was just really nice seeing the people that either i was communicating with through email or I hadn't seen in like a couple of months i'm like hey thank you for actually showing up i appreciate it you know <laughs> um and like it was a little stressful because i was you know slightly doing by myself i had the help of like my family and like we had a couple of people from the organization helping as well because we are a small organization we've only been around for about it's going to be our sixth year okay um so it was a little like stressful and I was like running around in like these thick heels because I was out of my mind because <laughs> um, I was thinking I wasn't doing as much walking as I was. You got your heels on. You're over here going, oh, why do I have heels on? And I had a prop. Oh, oh you wow. cosplayed. I cosplayed at my convention. Who, who are you cosplaying? The same character, Mocker Fox. That was my first time having like a fully put together cosplay. So I wanted to wear it because I didn't have an opportunity to wear it. And I was like, yeah, because I'm not going to be doing as much running around. Did you come in cosplay or did you no, change right No, I changed into it. It's always a learning experience that first con Literally. that you're actually like working the con. Literally. Most things that are large scale, you need to have multiple people involved mm. in it. It's just that it wasn't readily available to me at the time. And when I was trying, the people I was initially trying to work with, kind of as I explained before, it kind of did a thing. I'm not right cool with. Okay. okay. Um. So that kind of left me stranded a couple months before the convention. For instance, like the Facebook got deleted that had the Facebook event on it because oh, I didn't know that if you co-host no. something, you can actually delete the event. And even though they didn't create the event, so that's some real pettiness, right? There. That's that's the thing that kind of like threw me off because like I paid for like advertisement and for people so that way people can like you know oh. go onto Facebook and like like it and be able to get tickets. So trying to like reestablish all that in the dead of the night, um, while also needing to do my paper for grad school was a little hard. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have my shoulder, so <laughs> it was like Yo, very you stressful. You pulled time. through strong, and now you aren't. So from that. Mm-hmm. Like how quickly was the turnaround to be like I'm doing the next one like I'm got so a team. literally after about two weeks I got the space again for the next year 
because I talked to the person because they're like, oh, like the person's in charge of giving us a space. They're like, mm. oh, you know what? I really had a great time because she came. She saw and she like took videos and pictures. Her son even came. She paid for her son to come. Wow. Um, and she was like, he had a great time. I had a wonderful time, too. You know, like, are you guys interested in coming again? I was like, yeah, no doubt. Because that's spaces there get filled up a lot for different things, mm. you know, whether it's like music shows or like classes and stuff like right. that. So I was like, I'm going to get it now. So I was like, you got you got July 11th available 2020. And this is July 19th, 2019. I'm asking this. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, we do. I was like, OK, cool. Like, send me the contract and then like we'll do the deposit. But that's so, good. Like you yeah. keep like keep the same dates more mm-hmm. or less. Try to keep the same venue. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, what is your goal for the show? My goal long term and i already like had like a three to five year plan i even talked about it with my team um and they're on board with me so i was like so you guys plan on being with me with three to five years cool <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know is to have it where it's the friday saturday sunday convention nice. and that we can have more people involved that we can get more guest speakers that we can really emphasize that this is a con for local people mm-hmm. that may not necessarily want to be overwhelmed by some of the other larger conventions. Cause I do know people where it's like, it's just a sensory overload for them. And at least with like something on a slightly smaller scale, they get to go outside. If they feel like they're being too closed in, you know, they get to, you know, be like in a closed off space. Cause we also um, put together stuff for people that do have a sensory issue. So there was a specific room that if you felt like you were being overwhelmed, you could just go to the room and like cool off and just exist there. That's amazing. Um, just think of everything. That's fantastic. No, I just think it's dope. I think, um, from what you're telling us and just giving local artists the opportunity just to come up and like share their work with all these other folks that they may have not been able to share their work with. Mm-hmm. And you may have potential artists that are kind of on the ropes. If they think this is going to be the way they, the path they want to take mm-hmm. the, that confidence to set up a table, interact with folks, sell your work. And then yeah. you, you give them that platform and you're just like, I just want to build a community. And then they just take it. It's like, I can see myself doing this as like my, my career. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> now, um, your team that you keep bringing up, that you mm-hmm. put together, this awesome team. So how did everyone come together? How did that team? So, I, I know these are some, some fun So stories. part of the team is, one, because it's my best friend. So kind of roped her in there, especially <laughs> since she's from the Bronx. And she's like, all right, I got you. It's like, this is why you're my girl. <laughs> um, the rest of the team actually were people that I met through me trying to put together last year's convention one person i actually had went and take one class actually with her i took a printmaking class with her and we just became cool and just connected with each other again and i found out that her boyfriend actually was tabled at my convention i was like wait you're you're that person's woman you're that person's man (laughs) all right cool (laughs) no problem and there's like a facebook group called staten island cosplayers that i had found out because i didn't know it existed like like literally search through facebook right and one of the people that created it was like oh hey like do you want to meet up and talk about the convention because i really liked it and really um reminded them of some of the conventions they went to Mm -hmm. when they first started so i started talking to them like you know why don't you put inside of the group and ask like hey i'm trying to put this stuff together for next year if anyone's interested and wants to help out like let me know i was like are you sure you're cool with that he's like yeah no problem use the platform so i asked and people responded so part like about maybe i would say like two two people on there i didn't i've never met before right. until we officially met and had a, a, an in-person meeting but everybody else i met through conventions or i just happened to know them slightly beforehand nice mm-hmm. how big is the squad uh it's one two three eight nice, nice. the creators that come and like mm-hmm. do their art and exhibit 
is it limited to any particular medium or is it like anything anything whole? um so we have people that are illustrators um we've had people who were um that actually do oil paint mm-hmm. um so they sell their original paintings okay um we also have people that do like original artwork that also do like you know fan you know art as well um we had like a combination of different things so it was really good because everyone had their own style and you could really see that with each other and it wasn't like the same like thing around because i don't like that i don't like there being like similar styled people around each other at conventions because then people get overlooked like oh well i can get that over there and i didn't want that i didn't want people being like oh well i can just go over there and get the same thing like no you can get both of them that is a very very (laughs) very good point and i'm glad you as a showrunner like pointed that out like Mm -hmm. that's a very good thing to note that you you don't want too much of the same and you don't want someone to overshine another person. This and is a show for everyone. Yeah. Cause most actually most of, cause we had about 21 vendors for the first one and about half of them is their first convention that they've ever done. Wow. And some of them were people that I had known from like high school or mm. college that I didn't even know that they did stuff until like I sent an invite out. I was like, Oh, Hey, just letting you guys know I'm doing the thing. Um, and they connected with other people and it was just really, really cool to see. And I'm like, yes, you do that. You get this stuff together. Because like, I visited each table and make sure everything was good with everyone. I really wanted to buy stuff from everybody. And that was my initial plan. Yo, but I got so busy. It, that happens a lot. So <laughs> hard. So hard to do. Yeah. And like some of the artists I even contacted after the fact that I wanted to get stuff from. And I, I bought their stuff because it's not like, oh, hey, I'm just having you come to my convention. Give me your money. Right. You know, like I do think it's important to invest in the people that do come to your conventions, especially if you do enjoy the things that they put together and that they create. And they have some nice stuff when i went to and beyond uh two years ago i was like i gotta buy something but i don't know what like mm-hmm. i was like i had like you know i told myself i'm gonna spend this amount of money it's just like what can i get what can i get that's not gonna get destroyed mm-hmm. what can i get that like i can potentially just hide i know? feel like that that <laughs> sort of helps with your planning though because yeah. me i'm just like i'm just looking for dope oh print city man print city and i'm just <laughs> I, I i have a Small problem. Oh, small. Well, I think small. A hundred, a hundred print problem. A hundred, a hundred plus print around See, the walls of my room. I'm not there yet, but I got like forty of prints, and I've only been to like eight convent. Well, if you count this year, I've been to ten conventions. There you go. So, like, cause I like I, and the thing is, I don't usually wind up getting one thing. I usually wind up getting like. Oh, three for 25. You know, so. <laughs> We're here. We're here. So I know the struggles. And like a lot of times I go with like my younger sister. I actually recently went to a convention with like my sister, my brother, and my niece because I always wanted that experience of like family time and mm. nerddom. Um, and it was fun. like a really great experience. And I, that's, I guess, another reason why too I wanted to make this convention. It was also for like the younger peoples mm-hmm. to be like, oh, there's, because a lot of times on Staten Island, You'll hear this from any Staten Island. If they're not like my age, even older or younger, they'll be like, "Oh, there's nothing to do on Staten Island." Like, like what? Like, there's nothing there, and there's like, no, and it's like I'm trying to create those things right. through the convention or through the other events and programs that mm. I put together that there is stuff to do on island, and then making stuff. To I was do gonna on say, or do you do events outside of the con, like leading up, like little oh, yeah. meet up and greets and kind of things? So and- um, we had uh, we utilized there's a, we had, so there's a JCC, um, okay. Jewish um, Community Center. That's um, I guess it would be an area it's considered the projects. Yeah. Um, okay. And, or at least people there consider the projects. So a lot of times people don't go to that JCC cause it's like stereotype, you know, stigma. Right. So we had a cosplay video game night. 
there. And the kids that go readily to the JCC for after school programs loved it. That's you know, awesome. like the little kids and like the the teenagers that they really actually came because some of them, like the people that put together the JCC, they're like, most of the time we don't get the teenagers because they're like, oh, no, I'm not trying to be part of this. This is right. lame. But then when we were bringing this together, they were like, oh, no, no, okay, I'm going to come. And that was a free event that we do because we try our best to do free events when we can. And then um, we also have uh, what you call, we have a fantasy cosplay shoot going on next Saturday at Snug Harbor. So, oh, that's so dope. you'll be able to dress as your favorite fantasy character. I'm trying to be a fairy unicorn. So, <laughs> a fairy, a fairy unicorn godmother. Yeah, just that sprinkle is, you that all is with my a good time. <laughs> that is my mashup. I already have my dress together. That actually is just a regular dress that I've worn at fancy events, but it's so sparkly. And I'm like, that's this dope. is perfect for my pixie dust. <laughs> so we have stuff like that. We have um, a cosplay decade night, so you can dress up as different people from different decades. And oh wow! We're gonna have like you know party games and different stuff like that. So that's on April fourth. And then we're putting together like a cosplay building workshops with the same uh, Yo, you uh, are JCC. Busy. Like, <laughs> it, yo, getting it done. And it's it's a lot of little things. Like it feels like little like, oh, I'm just doing this. It's a small but it's a huge impact. Like I've worked with kids for many years and mm-hmm. I know those little things that they're just like Mom, Dad and then they never stop talking about it. That's mm-hmm. their that's their one moment. Like yeah. I was open to this and mm-hmm. oh man, you know? And you guys sounded like you needed it and you're providing it and so dope to hear. Again, just to hear what you did to, mm-hmm. to get the show together. It's like again, it's 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 a pretty dope story that um I'm glad you came on the show to share to pe- for people because anyone who's out there who's listening who's been thinking about doing a show Just do but it. But yes, just do it. Just, just do it. Just just do it. it. It's possible. Put put the energy out there. Like yeah. just just do it. Like you know, work. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm thankful that I had like something to help back me up because it would have been way hard if I was just doing this as a complete individual. Right. You know, but it's but still, hard does not mean impossible. Yeah, it, it was, and it was, yeah. <laughs> so, are all the things that you do like, uh, like I know you said this is powered by Muslim Sisters. All those other things you're doing, all those other nights, is that also yep, done? It's okay. all underneath them. So, nice. um, so everything for the convention is underneath Muslim Sisters of Staten Island. And it was very interesting because I'm the youngest person. I'm on their board, so I'm the youngest person on their board. So it's just very interesting bringing people that know nothing of this world, right? Um, to be like, so we're doing this. How, <laughs> they, how, were, how did yeah. the board take it? How did, that, how did your leadership take you um, take all these different ideas? I I mean, I'm pretty assertive when I need to be, um, I guess, is the way I can put it. Yeah. Um, slightly persuasive. Don't, don't be fooled. Um, but I really just gave them facts because it is coming from an organization that is run by Muslims. So they do take religion and other stuff in consideration. Right. So I did have to explain it to them. I was like, this is not a religious thing. This is not something that's infringing upon anything that we have as a belief system. Right. This is just us being in a space, being creative and being around other creative people. And it also is a stress reliever. And I also use science because i talked to them about cosplay and mental health let's go oh, nice. let's go because that was like Very a thing cool. they're like oh well then how like because it's like how does this fall underneath like our goals and our mission because that was mm. their big thing and i was like okay well we're going to be reaching out to different parts of the community like different community centers um and we're going to try to see if we can get like we have it where it's discounted for anybody that's part of a community center they get a discounted price on tickets so instead of them paying like let's say a full twenty five dollars, they'll pay like five dollars per person. Oh wow! So and That's if it's amazing. like if it's like a group rate with like a family that has like a lot of people, like it's a different price for that. Right. And we're trying to get stuff together 
where you have like a bus coming, let's say from the community center where everyone can meet and then go to con- the convention too. So like, that's what I was explaining. So I was like, this is part of the community. It isn't just so I can have fun, you know, <laughs> fun, <laughs> fun, you know, it isn't just, you know, because it's like an idea or a dream of mine. It really is to help with the creative process of the mind. And they believe me a little bit more because I was a psych major in undergrad. And they believe me even more because I'm in grad school now for art therapy. Look so at <laughs> Look at you. If you, if you would have had the same conversation mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. and try to explain this conversation to like your 12-year-old, 8-year-old self, mm-hmm. would your 8-year-old self believe you? My 8-year-old self would have a hard time understanding most of what I was saying. Because <laughs> they'd be like, I don't know what mental health means because that just like because that wasn't a conversation have at that age True. or even just in that time you know because yeah. now it's becoming more prevalent to talk about and easier mm-hmm. to have in conversations as opposed to like 10 20 even five years ago right. um but my 12 year old self if i told myself that i'd be like haha you funny <laughs> you know like stop playing but i'd be excited that i was going to a convention though <laughs> But now you're running a convention. Like, that's amazing. Amazing work. Thank you. Thank you. So I was going through your Instagram, and one thing, did you build out your Piccolo costume? I didn't build it yet. <laughs> like, I really want to be Piccolo so bad. <laughs> it's not like, ever since I saw Piccolo, before I understood what cosplay was, I was like, I want to be Piccolo. <laughs> like, he's OP dad. Like, I just <laughs> So my goal is to have it actually done by Geek Out at Snug Harbor and to okay. display it there. Okay. Um, so we'll Are you doing see. the whole shoulder pads? Yeah, so I'm old. doing the shoulder pads. I'm getting the fabric. And then also your, your Nezuko cos- cosplay was dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was very cool. Yes. She used that one at the fashion show, too, Yeah, right? actually, yes. Yeah, so the same organization that helped with ending child, uh, child trafficking. I'm actually doing something again with them on March 13th. Same thing. I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to cosplay. I'm thinking about cosplaying maybe Nell from Bleach, but I'm not sure. Um, so we'll see, but like little Nell, not I, older Nell. Yeah. I thought I saw Nell somewhere on your on your feed. Yeah, I was supposed to do Nell, but then I changed it last minute because I felt like being Nizuko. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where you're at in like five years from now, Thanks. and yeah. like have the same conversation. Like, oh, but like, how'd you? We talk about the three day con, right? Yeah, you know, that's that's that, that's honestly, the conversation. I would hope by now, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it'll be three days because that really is the goal. It's to make it longer, to make it more mm. quote unquote convention like. With that extension, because there's they're actually building up a hotel near the Staten Island Ferry. Oh, so, nice! Like Saint George, um, Snuggle Harbor is not that far away from the ferry. So, like, let's say people did come and stayed over, they could have right. that space to do mm-hmm. it. You know, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then the goal is to make it bigger, make it three days, but ultimately always be in Staten Island. Yep. Okay. To always, to always be in Staten Island. It really is just to make it a Staten Island con because there's tons of cons everywhere. Yeah. And there really isn't a big one on Staten Island. So that's really mm-hmm. is to go like, I could maybe eventually have it like at other places and still have it at Staten Island, but that's just the main goal right now. Right. We'll see what happens in like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by the by the Staten Island Yankees. <laughs> Facts. So what are some of the future plans for cosplay? <clears throat> My future con... Okay, so I still have to do now because I, I have everything together. I just haven't put it on and went outside. <laughs> Um. <laughs> wow, you're better than me. I've had I've had like fifty to eighty percent done of the like completion of the like creation, mm-hmm. and I've just been like, yeah, this isn't gonna happen. Everyone's like, dude, you just you just have to do the one more thing, and I'm like, I'm not mm-hmm. feeling it anymore. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, cause technically mine is more like a punk rock Nell 
type of look. So like I had like my so like <laughs> like my Doc Martens and I had like these black pants and I got the seven dollar dress from like Rainbows that has like the same green as Nell and I have like a black cardigan and you know and I have like my skull that I made out of um, this like is this happening. styrofoam. This is so dope. You know and I put plaster over it to make it look like a skull because it was just looking too foamy. Mm. So I just nice. pla- I just got like literally plaster and <laughs> put it on there look at you mm-hmm. so it's probably now piccolo for sure because i gotta do my father <laughs> um, <laughs> are you gonna go with the green paint or see i've i'm not i only used body paint one time and that's when i was being um princess jack skellington um so because i wore a big poofy tutu nice, dress nice. and i actually wore this blazer okay um and i wear like a white hijab and, like i wear like the white uh, paint and, like for the black with the eye hole sockets um but other than that i haven't used like body paint so i'm interesting to see like how green looks on me mm. so where can we find you on the net on the net okay so you can find us on facebook at geek at snug harbor you can find us on instagram on geek out underscore at underscore snug harbor um you could also find me on facebook naja abdul cowie is very complicated just just look it up um because we'll have links in the description yes please so you can find out about all the events it's underneath both facebook and instagram we're also doing stuff right now for hashtag 29 days of black cosplay so you'll see a lot of black cosplayers also a lot of black artists and for every vendor that comes and pays for their vending table they get free advertisement so they get a, a flyer and if i see them at a convention i do a video and i do a video advertisement for them as well Oh, very doing it. Just having folks come on, tell their story, let us know what you're working on. It's it's great. I think you know it works both ways. You know, you know, we're getting you out there, Mm -hmm. and we're learning about what you're doing, and Mm -hmm. we're pushing that out to our community. And Mm -hmm. I'm, I think this this is so much fun. So yeah, we want to thank you again for joining us tonight on this. I would say awesome ass podcast. Yeah. And promoting everything that you're doing, how you're building out Staten Island and what your whole shtick is, which is just the greater good and community for the scene out there. And mm-hmm. and that's so wholesome and awesome. And I can't wait to see it grow. Thank you so, so thank much. So thank you so much Aww. for We love you. <laughs> so thank you yeah. so much for joining us and just telling us all about you. Um Absolutely. Yeah. And I say that's it. It's another episode of Nerds of the Round. I am your boy Tone from across the hall. Your boy Law. And your boy Sebastian. Oh, and I'm Nadja. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Aloha. Peace. <laughs> <Good Greece. laughs>